Welcome to Season 2 of Pick the Plot. I'm Rebecca McKinnon, your host for this interactive story experience. (laughs) For this Halloween special, there won't be voting at the end of the episodes. Instead, you have a chance to explore each of the story options. If you get to an ending you don't like, you can go back and take a different turn. Join me now for Griselda's Revenge. Episode 6, A Wild Witch The final talisman drifted from the bonfire flames, the firelight glinting off the large blue tourmaline nested in the glowing metal frame. Mother Abigail reached out to snatch it from the air. The power of thirteen will amplify our magic. Nothing will mar the celebration. Go, my daughters, rest, for tomorrow night comes quickly. The night's work done, the sisters gathered their cloaks and set off, their laughter catching on the breeze and rustling through the leaves. Griselda hung behind, remaining in the stone circle. Mother Abigail ran her fingers over the tourmaline. Her smile was laced with something Griselda couldn't place. As she realized she wasn't alone, her gnarled fingers snapped closed over the talisman. There's no need for you to stay, Griselda. It's been a long night, Mother Abigail. I thought to put out the bonfire for you so you could rest like my sisters do. Griselda pretended she wasn't trying to look more closely at the talisman. Yes, perhaps it's a job better suited to newer members of the coven. Mother Abigail slid the talisman's chain over her neck and donned her cloak. Come to the festival grounds early to help prepare for the feast. Griselda lowered her head. It would appear to be agreement, but in fact it was an effort to hide any emotion on her face. She needed to be there early if she was to exchange the talismans for her amulets. After Mother Abigail slunk into the shadows under the trees, Griselda sat beside the bonfire. Without the power of the coven to sustain it, it had died down to glowing embers. A raven's voice croaked overhead. Griselda smiled. As the embers dimmed, Lilith dropped from the sky. She stood beside her mistress and clicked her beak. You saw it too? Griselda asked. Lilith's head bobbed and she let loose a knocking call. It's definitely a protection spell, but it's much too specific. I couldn't see what she's protecting against, but it wasn't fey and demons or spirits of any kind. Griselda paused. She hadn't thought Mother Abigail a good enough witch to hide her intent. Could she have attempted something beyond her skills and failed? Some spells revert to a less potent form when manipulation fails rather than ending in sparks. Lilith blinked and tilted her head. Not safe! No, it wasn't safe. We'll have to replace them. If she tries to activate a spell through those talismans, it could turn the feast into a bonfire. Lilith took flight, circling overhead. Griselda rose to her feet. Lacking wings, she'd have to take the longer route home. She reached toward the fire and pulled the energy into herself. The coals hissed as the heat left them. The next evening, Griselda waited at the festival grounds, the pockets of her cloak heavy with amulets. She'd spent the afternoon casting glamours over the stones, so the smooth black of the stones appeared to be blue tourmaline. Mother Abigail arrived, thirteen talismans hanging from her neck. One by one, she removed them, sending Griselda to the specific points she wanted them placed. With her body between the coven leader and the talisman, Griselda replaced them each in turn, her amulets taking their places in a circle around the grounds. One last talisman remained. When Griselda approached to claim it, Mother Abigail waved her away. Her eyes flitted over the nearby fields. I'll wear this one, 
They're connected, and this will give me control over them to keep us all safe. Griselda sensed a small pulse of magic being sent to the talisman's hiding in her pocket. Mother Abigail patted the talisman resting on her chest and nodded, satisfied things were as they should be. Dismissed from coven duties, Griselda wandered to the wide river dividing the outlying buildings from the village proper. Leaning over the side of the bridge as if watching the movement below, she slipped the talismans into the living water that would wash away their power. As the witching moon rose above the horizon, she made her way back to the feast. The guests from the other world began to step or drift through the barrier, some fading into view and others popping into existence to startle those around them. Fires of varying sizes dotted the celebration. Some had food cooking over them, others provided a place for families to gather and visit with the friends they saw but once a year. Large tables were laid out in the center of the grounds with food heaped on them for everyone to share. As the moon reached its zenith, a long, drawn-out cackle sliced through the happy noise, leaving silence in its wake. Mother Abigail grabbed at her talisman and began muttering spells, but her face was pinched in fear. Walking toward the gathering was a witch Griselda had never seen. Her dark hair was long enough to nearly reach the ground. As she came to a stop at the edge of the circle of amulets, a whirlwind grew from her feet, lifting fallen leaves and whipping her hair around her. The tattered dress hanging from her shoulders pulled this way and that as if trying to loose itself from her hold. Abigail Grimm, I call you forth! Mother Abigail quailed but didn't move. A handful of the coven sisters huddled behind her. The wild witch raised a hand, her fingers stretched forth as she tested the protection of the amulets. Her eyes began to glow, a purple light that throbbed with her pulse. She smiled, a grim twist of the lips, and reached toward Griselda. I feel your connection with the magic barring my entry. Griselda stepped forward, unafraid. Yes, let me pass, I beg you. I have no quarrel with you. I come for Abigail alone. Griselda knew she was strong, but this wild witch was older than her and knew more magic. It was only a matter of time before she found her way through Griselda's circle. What has she done to earn your anger? The wild witch's lips curled back to show her teeth, and the glow of her eyes brightened. She cursed my familiar. Freya has hovered in the neverwhere, lingering between living and death for months while I've sought a cure. The only cure is the death of the witch wicked enough to take another's familiar. To claim another's familiar, by any means, was evil. To curse it to the neverwhere was worse than killing it outright. Griselda looked at Mother Abigail. The coven leader's smile sent chills down her spine. She turned back to the wild witch. What would you have me do? Break your circle, she hissed. Break it willingly, and I will spare everyone who does not side with her. Mother Abigail flew to Griselda's side, her claw-like fingers clenching Griselda's throat. You don't want to do that. Griselda tried to speak, but the pressure on her throat was too great. A low croak rang out. No! Lilith. What Griselda meant as a scream rasped through her crushed windpipe. Your little friend is mine. Mother Abigail waved her free hand and a cage floated into view. Inside, Lilith glared as the cup and mother shrugged. I knew you were plotting against me. I watched you by the bonfire last night. When your raven came, I knew she was the way to control you. The hand around her throat loosened and Griselda fell to the ground, gasping for breath. She narrowed her eyes. She refused to be threatened, refused to allow her familiar to be threatened. She met Lilith's gaze and blinked. 
Lilith blinked in return. Stretching out with her magic, Griselda grasped the amulet. With a final effort, she parted the circle. The wild witch laughed with glee. The purple light in her eyes grew until it engulfed her. A tiny ball flew from it and rang against Lilith's cage. The door flew open and Lilith emerged, spreading her wings wide, her talons stretched to attack Mother Abigail. But the wild witch beat her to it. The light burst from her, a magic arrow that struck the coven leader in the heart. She fell to the ground, her bones and flesh melting until there was nothing left of her. The wild witch pulled the form of a sleeping kitten from her pouch. With a giant yawn, it stretched and opened its eyes. The witch made quiet sounds at the kitten, then crossed the grounds to the tables in search of something for the tiny cat to eat. You've reached the end of this storyline. You're welcome to go back and experience another. There are five possible endings. If you've enjoyed this story, please consider sharing it with a friend. Thank you.